I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. This year has been a trying time. For many of us, it seems like life is throwing everything at us all at once, and it can be hard to figure out how to cope. My guest today, Sabine, lost two of the most important people in her life earlier this year, but in very different ways. When I spoke to her, she was almost at her breaking point, but I hope that through the healing messages she received through her reading, she is able to find some peace. So my name is Sabine Bowding. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I currently reside in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. My mother had just passed away. So of course I was hoping to connect with her. Nobody thinks of ever losing their parents. So when you do lose your parents, like a walking through a tunnel that you're not aware of what's going to happen next. Well, she was fun. She was a person that everybody liked. She was real fun and outgoing. She went, you know, um, we, are, we are from Africa, of African descent. My mom was the queen in Africa. And I was, she was the queen of our tribe in Africa. So she was real outgoing. She knew a lot of people. Uh, she traveled a lot. I traveled a lot with her. Um, she took care of my children because I joined the military when my children were like two. Everybody actually thought that I was like the only kid because my mother, I was always with my mom. But my mother has five children. My sisters and brothers are all older. But she was always the go-to person for everybody. Everybody called her. Everybody loved talking to her. She was the advice person. And she was always like the liveliness of the bar, the livelihood of the parties when we went to, you know, different functions and parties and things like that. Her passing was, it was sudden. She had like nurses that were supposed to come to the house. Around April 1st, they didn't show up like they were supposed to. I live here. My mother always traveled to come to me whenever I wanted, you know, needed anything. If I was sick, my children were sick. So um, it was very, it was weird that I talked to her Sunday. I talked I talked to her Wednesday. She told me she just wasn't feeling good. She just wanted to sleep. And then Sunday, they called me and told me she passed away. I mean, I talked to her every day. So it was already odd that I wasn't speaking to her every day. But I knew she said 
she kept telling me she didn't feel too good. And then that was it. So it happened in like a five day span. And then, you know, every time I talk to her, she tells me she loves me. And when I finished talking to her, she, um, she was like, I love you. And that was it. We hung up and that was the last time we spoke. Is your mom departed? She just hit me and said, stop making my daughter cry. I, got, I didn't do anything. But would that be your mom? Very protective. <laughs> right? So know that what she's doing is making her presence known. By your mom, I didn't even get finished. She's like hurrying me up. Like she wants to get straight to the point. And she was like, not really mad. I always say like, mad at me for you're crying. And it's, <laughs> but it's, but it's for her. What she's saying is you need to stop crying. Stop this right now. Stop it. There is nothing to feel guilty about. Do you understand that? Me and my mother, like, we, we talked about everything emotionally, whether it was my relationships. Or we talked about a lot of stuff. My mother was the kind of person that, like, she didn't want you to always cry. Like, if I was crying about something, she's like, if you don't stop crying, I'm not going to talk to you because I can't understand what you're saying. Did you miss your mom's departure? Or do you feel that you wish you could have been there more for her or should have been there more for her? Because mm-hmm. she says you need to stop that right now. So know that your mom, I didn't even get started. She's already interrupting and saying what you need to hear because this is holding you back from healing. You're going to grieve the loss of your mom for the rest of your life here in the physical world, but the healing process is something different. There is no way in the world that you can heal from the loss of your mom if you feel that you disappointed her in any way, shape, or form. She says, absolutely not. Do you understand that? Your mom just said to me, I need to step up and take responsibility for my part. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. So when spirit shows me uh, East Coast, West Coast, that's my symbol for separation. Now, separation could be anything. It could be emotional, geographical, communication. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. So your mom wants to take responsibility for her part in the separation. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I'll, I'll start off by, th- by saying it this way then to you. Do you feel or do you wish you could have done more for your mom or been there more for her? Yeah, like the day she died. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she says, stop. She says, uh, can I ask you this? Was your mom sick? Because she shows me this interesting thing. She shows me these ups and usually spirit will show me this when they want to take responsibility for their departure. And what I mean by that is like, um, it could be numerous things. If someone never went to the doctor, if they didn't, if they say they had high blood pressure, but they ate potato chips all day, or if they struggled with narcotics, whatever it may be. When spirit shows me these ups and downs, and then they show me the top of the mountain, and then I just fall off. That's my symbol for where we weren't aware of all of the ups and downs or the struggles. And then all of a sudden they died. And we feel here in the physical world that we uh, disappointed them or weren't there for them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Your mom makes me feel like she was very independent. Yes. And she says, that's how I treated my children as well. Mm -hmm. Very independent. I raised them to be that way. Mm -hmm. She says, oh, so you said that you feel that you were there too late. She had me right. You got there too late? Mm-mm, or if you feel that you would have been there, that she wouldn't have died? Yeah. She says, stop. She says, did you ever think 
if you were there, what you were to have witnessed. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And and again, I, I feel your mom is a little private. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I, I just, I felt, or, or unless if that's you, I you have to understand, because I feel, I don't see the way we see her in the physical world. I don't read someone's physical appearance or their body language. Spirit makes me feel. So I kind of felt this wall go up. So that's my symbol for where someone was either like private or they, um, they didn't talk about certain things. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Look, that's fine. I don't need to know anything more than that. I just need yeah, to yeah. know the important facts to give you the gift of healing. Okay. It was one of the first things your mom had me say to you. How can you heal if you're beating yourself up, if you feel that if you were there, your mom never would have died? <sighs> That is a very big burden to carry, and more importantly, not yours to carry. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but your mom makes me feel like, she says, I wish I told you more how proud I was of you. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. She's like speaking to me as if I've been her best friend forever. She's like, Teresa, look at everything that my daughter has accomplished. How proud am I of her as a mom? hmm and she's showing me, and she's just showing me like, well, these trophies, degrees, awards. So whatever it is, your mom is showing me. She might not have had, she might have struggled with that here in the physical world to tell you, right? Yeah. She but she is bragging to me on all of your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So now I understand why your mom showed me the ups and downs and the mountain and went like this to me, like kind of kept me at a safe distance. Because that's what she would do at times, correct? Mm-hmm. So she wants to take responsibility for that. Look, this doesn't mean that whatever happened between you and your mom throughout your entire life, that she was wrong and you were 100% right. What she's doing is taking responsibility for her part. Mm-hmm. And, and because what your mom said to me was she showed me that she had to review parts of your life her life through your eyes. So she had to feel what it was like not to hear how proud she was of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to acknowledge everything, or if you felt, oh my God, or maybe she missed out, or I wish she would have acknowledged all of these things. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, 
when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. How do you connect with the breath and how do you connect with the number 19? When spirit labors my breathing, she passes me the heart, lungs, or chest. Mm-hmm. And 19 will either be an age, the 19th of a month, or unless if like it's a favorite number, or the month of January and the month of September. Um, I had my twins at 19. Okay. And your mom said, that was one of my proudest moments of you. You understand that? <laughs> Did you lose a child or have a miscarriage or? Yeah. I had an abortion before. Whatever it may be, it's termination, miscarriage. Your mom says, I have the soul of the child that did not get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world. To validate that how much she loves you, but more importantly, how proud she is of you. Okay. Your mom, she just keeps telling me, she goes, you know, Teresa, she goes, nobody was expecting me to die. No. No. Nobody. And she says, and this is the biggest thing that my daughter struggles with is that she says, I wish I told her all of these things. Because I said to your mom, I said, I find it interesting on how you're just saying how proud you are of her. And it's over and over and show me all of her accomplishments. And she says, I want my daughter to know that even though I did not express all of these things to her all the time. Nothing was left unsaid between you and I. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. So know that everything and anything that you said to your mom, Mm -hmm. she has heard. And she says, even the time, she says, you know, Teresa, there were times that my daughter, she even yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) So, but she says that with laughter. Like she says, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I've heard. And she says, and I'm still your mom, and I still love you and honor you. How do you connect with the number 32? Besides the fact that I wish I was 32, but... (laughs) Um, So it'll be like the month of March, the month of February, the year 1932. That would be a very long time ago. I think my brother died at 32. I'm not sure. Okay. So you know that all of the souls are connected on the other side? And that your mom, because look, it's very easy for me to say how proud someone is of someone, right? Mm -hmm. Spirit has to validate it. And she's doing an amazing job of validating for you that her soul is present and giving you the validation that how much she loves you and how proud she is of you. And more importantly, that she sees how her death and you not being able to say goodbye or be there for her 
has affected you. And she says, that I will not continue to let happen. Because I, I found it, it, you know, it always strikes me, Sabine, when, when spirit shows me something over and over, and it's not like, you know, like if, if spirit shows me butterflies, red cardinals, like they show me like certain things. But when they show me something like your mom, every time she says something, she says, look how proud I am of her. And then she shows me something else. Even at something, even at a loss of a child that you might be feeling bad about, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But was your mom, did your mom have a strong faith? Because mm-hmm. she literally, and you, you know, watching the show and what, I don't talk about religion. She's like, you're still a child of God and God still loves you. Amen. Like that would be your mom, right? Maybe not those exact, because your mom just says to me, she goes, well, I would have said it exactly that way, Teresa, but you did a good enough job. <laughs> but it's, it's saying that, okay, so even though we've made choices, your mom is here saying, I made certain choices too, but we cannot beat ourselves up. You are still a child of God. I am still watching over, loving, and guiding you. Your mom just said to me, she goes, Teresa, I even came to her in a dream and told her that I was okay. Is that correct? No, she keeps going to everybody else. (gasps) But, okay, but do you see, this is what happens with spirit. When they show me something and it is not something that you're experiencing, A, it's either we're not putting it together or in this case, because of our fear, And what we're beating ourselves up over, we're not able to see or connect with her. Correct? Do you ever wake up? Your mom just showed me. She showed me you laying in a bed, you waking up startled in the middle of the night. Does that happen? No. The day that Friday, it happened Friday and she died on Sunday. This is validating that your mom's soul is coming to you. But because we're carrying all of these negative emotions, fair enough, Mm -hmm. you're not able to put together or she's not able to stay for you to see her. Do you understand that? Because she keeps showing me I'm in a hallway with three bedrooms and a bathroom and I keep seeing a shadow go in the hallway. So do you sometimes think that you see something or you feel something there? Mm -hmm. Uh Know that that is your mother. Know that that is her soul. So don't be surprised after today. Maybe it will happen within the next coming days. Maybe it'll be weeks. Maybe it will be months. I don't know. But you are going to have an amazing visitation from your mom. Because your mom just said, Teresa, my daughter's been beating herself up. I never placed any of those emotions on her. Is that correct? Yeah. She says, Oh, let me tell you something. Your mom is tough. She's like this. She's shaking her finger at me. So that's my symbol. She she ran an iron ship, your mom, right? And she's like, you're, you're doing this to yourself. Stop it. So your mom just stood in front of me. She looked so beautiful. She had in this beautiful like fuchsia suit and like a hat. She looks beautiful. Her makeup and hair all done. That's my symbol for where every time you have a negative emotion or thought or you beat yourself up, she says, I want you to imagine me all dressed up, looking perfect with a suitcase open at the bottom of my feet. Every negative emotion, burden, guilt, 
anything negative you are to put into this suitcase, you are to close it up and hand it back to your mother with love. She says, these are your emotions. You're beating yourself up. You're doing this. You need to release these emotions to me. These are not your burdens to carry. And she says, and I am sorry that if I ever made you feel less of yourself or that you could have done more for me. Did your brother pass suddenly? Mm-hmm. Because your brother steps forward and he literally took responsibility for his departure. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that someone intentionally takes their own life. What this means is that they take responsibility for actions or non-actions that caused or attributed to his passing. How do you connect with the blood to his passing? I taste blood. So sometimes with when I taste blood... It means that if they had something with the stomach, like an ulcer or something, or they took something and then they got sick or were getting sick. He had a motorcycle accident. Oh, so there would be the blood. Uh-huh. There was blood? I don't know. It, he was in Africa. We're from Africa, so he oh. was in Africa. What do you think? I'm so, what do you think? I'm psychic, Sabine? I'm supposed to know this? <laughs> okay, so... The blood means that there was blood at the passing. You understand that? And if you, you said no, so then my next meaning for that is stomach issues like ulcers or something like that, where they took something that caused a regurgitation to their departure. So, and he had me write blunt. So it must've been blunt trauma that caused his yes. passing. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in, do you know where he was found? Cause he just brought me to like this road where it was windy and very rural. So... They say he was on a bike and he was going through like a neighborhood or something. Okay, so it was going through. Okay. Yeah. And then just wiped out. Um, so know that it was instant. Did your mom your mom just put a necklace around your brother's neck. Mm-hmm. But I felt I, I don't know what it was. I never saw that before. So this is again why I, I say I'm good at what I do because even though I have no meaning for it. This is what your mom has shown me. So I don't know what this means. It was literally like this necklace and she put it around his neck and then she like kissed his forehead. I, I, I don't know what this means. It's probably rosary beads. Okay. Do you see what I'm wearing today? Yeah. I never wear religious articles when I read. Yeah, I have mine too. Okay. <sighs> your mother goes, so why aren't you using them? <laughs> I do. No, I think she's yelling at me because I don't do the rosary. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you connect with that? Look, I, I, I very rarely do that because I never want people to think that this is about, you know, I'm very open about my faith and it's important to believe in something, right? Mm -hmm. Validating that your brother is with your mom, the souls are together on the other side. And more importantly, that you need to stop beating yourself up for any should have, could have, would have, and only ifs. Okay. I, did your mom not even realize that she was sick or that she was going to die? Because she goes, I didn't even know I was going to die. How did she know I was going to die? I didn't know. She, right. I but that's what she's saying. Monday. I spoke to her. I speak to her every day. Every day. And I every spoke, day. I spoke to her Monday. And she just said she felt like she was getting the flu. So she was going to drink some tea and go to sleep. And then I called my sister to go there and my cousin. And my cousin went and he stayed with her. And then Wednesday, I talked to her at 1043 in the morning. And she just said she wanted to go to sleep. 
And then she told me she loved me, and I said, I love you too. And then that was it. Oh, so I found, did your mom pass from COVID? That's what they said. Because that's also the number 19. Oh. So even though you were able to connect with 19, it's again, your mom told me that you always see 1043 on the clock. Mm-hmm. Like you today, you just look at it, it just happens to say 1043. You look at and the time is always that or the time is always the same, correct? Know that that's your mom. Your, your experience today with me today, Sabine, is to restore your faith in knowing that your mother's soul is with you. Why do I feel, do you feel like you should have asked more questions? And she says, your mom just said to me, she goes, this is how this whole conversation started. She said, Teresa, I didn't even know I was going to die. I didn't even think I was that sick. She says, and I'm going to tell you something. She says, as much as it stinks, right, that I passed, she says, I always said that I would not want to suffer to my death. Mm-hmm. God, don't, I don't want no cancer or no ill, right? Mm-hmm. She says, and God answered my prayers because I didn't suffer to my death. So she says, I did not know that, and neither did nobody else know that I was going to pass. No. How do you connect with the month of February? Oh, so that, is that the number 32 again? Can you connect with the month of February or March? Her birthday is February 21st. Okay, February. And how do you connect with the month of March? Mm, I don't know. Three. Are there three children? There's got to be something with the number three because she keeps showing it to me. I have three kids. Oh, you have three children? Mm hmm. Uh, well, where, where two, two boys, boys and, and a girl, girl come, come in? in? Do you have a daughter? I have three boys. Okay, so know that the daughter is the soul that your mom holds on the other side. You always saw it. You, your mom said she, you always thought and believed that you had a daughter. <laughs> so know that your daughter is in heaven with your mom. I feel like that's her name, heaven. Like, it's almost like, uh, your mom, I, your mom should, said to me, heaven, faith, hope, faith and hope. So I don't know what that is. I don't either. Faith and hope. Uh, is that something you need? Is faith and hope? Maybe. Heaven holds your faith and hope. So whether if you look at that as your mom, because your mom was your cheerleader, right? (laughs) Knowing that there is always that force on the other side that will continue to give you faith and hope. Your mom shows me that you were looking for something from hers. Did you want something of hers that you can't find? I was, but my, I think some papers that they said she left and then my cousin and a chain that mm-hmm. she liked to wear. But my cousin found it in the house when we went to get her stuff for the funeral. Some papers that she had, I think I, I've been looking for it, but I can't find it. Okay. You had the necklace? We buried her with it. Okay. So she says, go back to, because uh, she keeps showing me this box of things that you have. She shows me this cardboard box. That's what the papers is in, a, like a, a yeah. folder, but it's a so box. She, you got to go back. You, you got to find it. She, she just brought me to a garage. Do you have the box? Do you have it there with you? Mm-mm. 
Okay. I have a garage, though. Okay. Do you have the... Did you bring the box home with you? I can't find it. Okay. It's like a folder. Like, Did you, know, you look in the garage? I, it's not... I looked in my... You know, but it's a folder that she keeps in her room. I saw this, like, dark brown, like a bifold thing. With That's a what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, she keeps bringing me to, I, I'm, I'm in a bedroom, I'm in a garage, and I'm in a car. I, I don't know where I, where, but I want to go, like, I feel like you had other things that you brought from her house. Is that correct? Yeah. So where is that? Like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what this is. Like, she shows me, I see a cardboard. So when Spirit shows me a cardboard box, it means that you have their belongings, Okay. She keeps moving this box, but then I see stuff in it. I see like a sweater, a blanket. I see a Bible. I see like I see like a bunch of different things in there. So, is there this box that you took and put a bunch of things in it? Yeah, I mailed the box home, but it's, I took everything out. Hmm. Okay. So, is that uh, usually when spirit shows me a field, that means you lost it. I'm not in a field. I'm in your house, like in your house, like in, in a garage. I'm in a bedroom. I have this box. So this is her way of validating that you do have it. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, she got a, a, a bag that she usually carries with all her medicine. And I put all the papers in that bag and it's brown. Okay. It's over here. It's right next to me. What? I just put it in the room when we started the video. So you have it. I have the bag, and it's a brown bag that you got to flip the clip, open it, open it. Okay. Did, Did you, you look, look inside, inside there? there? Did, Did you move the bag into the bedroom? Yeah. That, because she had me in your garage, the bedroom, the right? She had me all over in your car. So I, I literally feel like she showed me steps like you were in the car, it was in the garage, and now it's in the bedroom. <laughs> yes, it's in the bedroom. Okay. I put it in the room. But you didn't look in there for the papers? I looked through those papers already, but I didn't find any the papers, so I just left the papers in there. Yeah, I, I, are you looking for, like, one specific piece of paper? I, I, yeah. Because she showed me, like, she just showed me, like, all these papers, and then I feel like it's, she put it, like, in here, and then it's like, I'm looking for this one little piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So it must be stuck to something or in something else, or I want to look at everything. I want to take the time, because she showed me, you look, and I don't know what it is about these papers, but she's like, Teresa, she's like, if she doesn't find it, it's going to be fine. Do you understand that? She's just making me feel like it's something else for you to focus on. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So she says you just have to look through it calmly. She says because when she was looking through it, things were flying. She was just looking through it. It's like it's not here. She got frustrated, put everything back, and closed up the bag. Right? Yeah. So just take your time. Don't put your mom's mate. She's not making me feel like, oh, my God, we got to find these papers. Right? She says, it's not life or death. It's going to be okay. And just look through it calmly. I never went and looked for the paper because I was scared. I was scared I was really going to find it. Teresa said, if you don't find it, she's okay. Like, it's all right if you don't find it. 
So I was like, because I was really losing my mind looking for that paper and the folder, the folder that Teresa ex- talked about with the rubber band on it. She's had the folder my whole life. I knew where the folder was my entire life. The last time I was in, in New York and I seen her for her birthday, she even did something and had the folder. And when I went to the house, I can't find the folder. Nowhere. And I'm like, that's so weird that this folder has been, and I'm 35, this folder has been, and I'm like, the band to break and she'll put a rubber band. I'm like, why are you just going to buy a new folder? Like, this is crazy. And she would just be like, oh, leave me alone. And she just put a rubber band on the folder. I didn't go back. I didn't go back through nothing. None of her papers, nothing. I didn't do anything. And this is like, if I don't find it, I don't find it. Because it's her will. Everything was to me. So I didn't even have to, I don't, I don't really need it. Because everything is in my name. So I didn't, the will didn't even matter. Let me ask you this. Are your children old enough to be married? Mm-mm. Well, uh, they don't have to be married, but are they older? teenagers oh they're teenagers who just who who was talking about getting married or is in like a serious relationship i was oh Oh. she she keeps kept saying it you should get married Mm -hmm. she says i see things differently from the other side do you understand that yes she says "I, i i i understand she says, and you just continue to be you. <laughs> Don't let anyone take that from you. Okay. Do, do, does that make sense to you? Yeah, my boyfriend just left me. She was very adamant that he was really, he's really nice. And she kept telling, like, um, there's a lady here that I consider my godmother. She kept telling her, like, did he propose and she didn't tell me like why is he taking so long and mm-hmm. he needs to come on and she kept asking me. I'm like I'm not rushing him when he's ready he's gonna do it and she was like okay and then a couple of now weeks she, ago yeah she says I saw uh how he was not faithful to you <sighs> meaning you as a part you understand that it could however you need to interpret that but he it wasn't I felt like he wasn't telling you everything that's how she made me feel. You understand that? Mm-hmm. And she sees that. And she says, you always listen to your gut instinct. Don't ever veer from that. Okay. Oh, she shows me him coming back, though. Because I said to her, I go, why are you sure? And I, I want to clarify the unfaithful. You, you understand that? It's more of, and that's your business, but it's more of how... I don't feel that I, like, I was faithfully being honored. Does, does that make sense? Because she keeps showing me two different sides, and I, I, I don't know what that means. So she says, you just have to listen to your gut, your instinct. She says, I'm sorry that I pushed so hard. I don't know what it is, but your mother just came out of nowhere and said, did you get those new pair of shoes or what? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I'm like, what is this? <laughs> My mom owns a lot of shoes. Like, a lot, well, we all do. We own a lot of shoes. And when she seen Aretha Franklin died, she said, she sent us a picture. And I'm like, why did you send this? She's like, make sure my shoes is just like this. I want to wear those shoes. And I was like, oh. So I tried to find the shoes, but I couldn't get it because there wasn't mail in them. <laughs> 
look, my job as a medium is just to validate that I'm interpreting everything for the highest good of all concerned. And I think the thing that I love about your experience is that your mom's main message to you today is that you need to love, honor, and respect yourself. Never lose faith and always have hope. No matter what. She says sometimes, and she made me feel like, she goes, even through my own life, Teresa, she says, the hardest times is where I triumphed, where I came out on top. She says, sometimes you have to feel, uh, I don't want to use the term bottom, or you have to feel as if everything was taken. She made me feel like you have a lot of support here in the physical world. Lean on them. Let people help you emotionally. Is your sister older than you? Because mm-hmm. she, you, you, your mom makes me feel like, like she, she, She's like your mom's at times. Does she get on you or? No, not, not my sisters. There may be the lady that's here. The one oh. that's. Oh, the, the other figure that's like a mother to you. Mm-hmm. I got, yes, two of them. My mom's best friend. And then. Oh, okay. So that's why. But they, were they like sisters to your mom? Miss um, Paula is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I. However, she's making me feel like let people help you emotionally. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, I'm going to just hypothetical this. I see you calling up. I'll use this as an example. Hypothetically, Miss Paula, I'm having a really hard time. I need someone to talk to. You know, she made, your mom's making me feel like you keep everything in. You don't want to bother anybody. Right? Yeah. Lady, but yet, yeah. yeah, she says, I, I can't have you do this to yourself because what's happening is it's eating your soul. I see anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit of depression in there, sense of sadness, right? Because it's all getting to you. This is a way to be able to let people into your life to help you, whether if it makes you feel secure, safe, or that you have someone to turn to. I found that interesting, uh, how your mom had me bring this up. Now I understand why she showed me. I saw sisters, and then I saw this, and all these emotions. And it's like, let the people in to help you. You're not burdening anyone. (laughs) Were you thinking of moving? Mm -hmm. Now, this doesn't mean you go and you move. It's just your mom's way of validating that she knows what's going on in here and what you need. You need some emotional support. Okay. Are you always the one to take care of everything? I mean, for me and her, yeah. And I mean, she took care of me and I took care of her. Yeah. She says it's okay to let people take help you. <clears throat> Did you take a, some of her clothing? Yeah. Because she showed me, like, you either holding it or putting it on. Yeah. So know that when you were doing that, her soul was with you. Okay. <laughs> she hasn't left you. And most, more importantly, she loves you and could never be disappointed in you. Okay. Now, I want you to pay attention to the times. Know that that's her. 
I want you to pay attention to all those things that go on around you that are odd or weird, a smell, waking up at the same time or noticing the clock or waking up (gasps) startled. Know that that is your mom's soul. If you have a dream and you remember seeing your mom vividly, even if it's for a second and she's perfectly healthy, know that that's her soul letting you know that she is with you at that exact moment and more importantly, that she is okay. Loving, guiding, protecting, and supporting you on the other side. Okay. Okay? I hope this experience brings you some type of peace and more importantly, comfort during these very trying times and uh, giving you something to look forward to, the signs from your mom, letting you know that, that she is still with you and that there is no way that you knew how sick she was. She goes, I didn't even know how sick I was. And you could not have prevented her departure. Okay. Your mom made me feel like that you wanted to say something. Is there something about a watch? I, she made me feel like you wanted to say something and then she had me write the word watch. So do you have her watch? Were you looking for her watch? I'm wearing it. Oh, perfect. So were you waiting for her to say something about the watch? Well, I just said that if, if this is all true, you're going to say something about the watch. Look at what she had me write. The watch. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Watch. And I said, I feel like you want to say something. See, I might not know everything you're thinking, Sabine, but your mom does. So know that she knows that you're wearing the watch. Know that even though you're feeling right now that... We've lost everything. Fair enough? Yes, I do lost feel like I'm losing everything. my mind. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Well, this is not a coincidence that this is happening today. Not once through this entire session did you say, I feel like I'm losing my mind. And your mom had me repeat over and over, you need to reach out to people for emotional support. This is the biggest sign that you could ever get from your mom on how much your mom loves you and how proud she is of you and wants the very best for you. And your mom is the perfect example of why I do what I do. (laughs) Her reaching out and letting you know that you're going to be okay, it is okay to get emotional support. I'm trying. (laughs) I know. It's so hard, especially now with everything. We're in this forced lockdown, right? We feel that as if we've lost everything. But yet, here's your mom restoring your faith and your hope from heaven. That you are, it's going to be okay. Okay. But you have to believe that. And you, it's almost like I see your mom is so, she's like picking you up. She's like wiping your face and like fixing your shirt and like, and fixing your hand saying, okay, now go out. Like that would be your mom. Like pick yourself up, pull yourself together. We're going to take this on. She says, that's how I want you to start every day. When you wake up, know that I am there. Your mom's soul is there to lift you up, get you ready for that day and to take this day on. That's up to you. Okay. I know this might not be, I don't know if this is medium etiquette for me to say to you or not, but everyone in this moment is feeling such losses. You've lost your mom through this horrific time. 
and now someone who you thought you were going to spend your life with, right? (laughs) Your mom says that it's almost like she says, I need you to pull yourself together. So whatever happens, whether if he comes back and you decide to take him back, you need to be strong. Okay. She says, did, did this just happen? Did he just... He left Friday and she died Sunday. Oh. When we buried her on the 21st of April, 10 days later, I asked him if he wanted to leave. And he told me yes. It's not me, but he, he feels like he's all over the place and being in a relationship he can't do it unfortunately we're in this time where we're not people are not thinking clearly or we're not thinking rationally or we're letting situations take over and and this is what maybe what your mom meant by the faithful like he wasn't being honest with you on how he was feeling right You had to say to him, this is what she meant by the faithfully part. You understand that? And you did everything right. Don't be surprised if he comes back. But you have to be strong enough to set these boundaries and these expectations. Okay. Your mom says you did the right thing. He was not being faithful faithful to you on his feelings, on his emotions, on what he was going through, right? Yes, I believe that. I kept asking him if he was happy. And then he would say, yes, I'm happy. Just go to sleep. I'm tired. Listen, I'm not making excuses for him by any means. But how can anyone be happy in these times, right? Yeah. This has been a very, very difficult time. And... Again, not making excuses, but your mom is making me feel like you need to know. Remember she talked about your instinct, your gut intuition? You did the right thing. You cannot back down from your intuition. You understand that? So whether if he was not fully happy or not, this happened for a reason. Sometimes, you you know that old old cliche, I don't mean to be cliche, but that saying, if you love something, set it free. If If it comes back, it was meant to be. So, but what your mom is making me feel like for whatever happens from this moment on, she wants you to feel supported. She wants you to pull yourself back together, be strong, and be able to move forward. Whether with him, without him, with someone else, maybe on your own, whatever it is. Being alone is very scary. And you don't have your your mom, your support. But she's here reminding you that you have other people. When she said she saw certain things from my perspective, you know, about my ex and things like that, it, was, it wasn't shocking to me because even when she was here, when we had a conversation about him, she would tell me, like, you know, if this happens, or if he wants to go, let him go. So to hear her say he wasn't true with the way his feelings was, I kind of, it's like I, knew, I already knew my mother knew that. Like, it's okay. If he ever want to go, let him go. He's done it. You know, he, he's done it before. So if he wants to do it, then let him do it. And I was like, okay. He moved out. He got his own place. But he, um, we like went away on a trip to Aruba. He still comes around. He was still coming around consistently. 
it was like he was still we were still together but we just didn't live together and that happened for a while until we went away when we went away it seemed like i could tell the separation was happening like the way he was distant even when we went on a trip it was like somebody and their brother went on a trip together it wasn't like somebody and you know so after we came back that was it i stopped speaking i didn't I didn't allow nothing. I wouldn't answer my phone from him, nothing. It was comforting to hear it because I wish she was here when it happened so she could, you know, I think I would have dealt, dealt with it better. But because she had just passed and then he left right away, it was, it was like impacting me so heavy. So she says, please know that I am still here loving, guiding, and protecting you and look for those signs and symbols from me. always with me and them. She was just here in January and she was supposed to come back at the end of the month. This month. I know. <laughs> there is nothing that I would want more but to give you your mom back. But, but your mom has done an amazing job of giving you that faith, trying to restore that faith for you. She says, I want to thank the boys for what they wrote in memory of me. So ask them if one of them wrote, you have it? Yeah. They texted to me. So she says, thank the boys. Okay. No way I would know that. So know that your mom's soul is making it loud and clear that she's still here. She's still giving you what you need, what you needed to hear. And thanking the boys for the amazing and beautiful tribute that they wrote for her. Okay. Okay. I wish you all the best. I hope this experience gives you some type of comfort uh, and peace at this time and something that you can reflect back on to give you the strength and the courage to continue to be an amazing mom and woman. Okay. I wish you all the very best. Thank God bless. You too. Bye. Bye-bye, Sabine. 
I think I, I cried the whole readers. And then after, I don't, I can't say I felt relieved. You know, I was happy to hear some of the things that Teresa said, but of course it was shocking. It's kind of like you want more, but you just can't, you know, you can't get but so much in an hour. I mean, I'm really, really close to my mom. My, my mother is like, we, you know, yin and yang. So we are um, extremely close. I'm the baby of a family. So it was difficult, but the, the reading, I want to say it helped a little bit because I can, I can, you know, I heard what she was saying. She was, I was able to talk to her and things like that. I still don't like talking to people. The only person I talk to is really like my mom. I finally went out. Like my um friends that lived in Virginia that I consider like my real close friends and my sisters. Um, this past weekend I went out with them. Like I went to Virginia, but I didn't tell nobody I was coming. I just went. So they haven't seen me since all of this happened. So when I got there, everybody was real welcoming. And uh, everybody was real, like, excited. And I felt, I was like, okay, I needed to get out. I haven't been out in a, in months. I don't talk to nobody. I have, like, 80 missed calls. My mother used to always, when she called me, she's like, your mailbox is full. You need to delete some of your voicemails. Your mailbox is full. So I started deleting some of my voicemails today. I can smell her perfume a lot. Like, today, she was. I was working because I work from home. And I was just like, hmm, I hear you, girl. Like, I know you. She came to me in my dream. But she called me on the phone and I was like, how did you get the phone? How you get a phone? I was I was sleeping, but I was crying because I had went to sleep crying. And somebody was like, stop being the phone. And I was like, who is it? And they just gave me the phone. And when I took the phone and I said hello, it was her. And I was like, how you get a phone? And she was like, don't worry. It's got I know it hurts. And this I could I could see this clear as day. She was like, I know it hurts, but it's going to be OK. And then I just kept crying and she was like, it's going to be okay. She's like, I know it's going to be okay. Then the phone cut off. Then she called me right back. And I was like, where did you get the phone from? And she was like, I don't even know, but it's going to be okay. But I got to go. Okay. And I was like, all right. And then she hung up the phone. Then another day I had a dream about him. Like he, I was somewhere and he picked me up. It was dark and he picked me up, but I thought something happened. I'm like, what's the matter? Like, calm down. You really got to calm down. Like, stop, you know, why are you in a rush? And we went downstairs, like we were going into like a basement and I passed a room and had like balloons. And then he put me down and then like he got on his knees to propose. And when I turned around, my mother was standing there like doing the sign of the cross. And she sat and she sat down. I looked and it startled me. So I woke up. I, I think I had like four dreams or five dreams about the, the third one. She was giving me a baby. And then I was like, because I keep saying I want a daughter. Like I, I was telling him, like, I really want to have a baby because I want a daughter. I want to name her after my mom. My mother always used to tell me, you got to have one girl, at least one girl, and come leave her with me because she took care of my kids. We were in a train. I was literally on a D train when the D train was something that was always coming to Coney Island. And we were sitting like, you know, with a two seater in the window. I was sitting there and she was handing me a baby. And that was it. She wouldn't say, she didn't say anything. When the baby situation, she wouldn't speak. She would just give me the baby. And that was it. And I was like, oh, all right. I guess she coming. And I keep telling her, I was like, when this baby comes, it's going to be, that's going to be her. She's going to bring herself back to my baby. That's what I keep telling everybody. When she comes, it's going to be her. And I'm like, my mother knows how I'm, you know, I'm suffering. And I feel, and I was like, I don't doubt it at all that when she comes, she's going to come. That's going to be her coming back. Like African people, when you have children, your African name comes from the day you were born. And I keep telling people when she comes, she's going to come on Monday, just like my mother was born. So I still feel really sad. When I finish work every day and it starts getting late, then I start to worry like, it's nine o'clock. I got to call my mother. I'm still, I think I'm going to be like that forever though. I don't really think I'm going to be, you know, all happy-go-lucky and the friendly person I used to be because it's like, 
nobody knows how you feel and then people will tell you things like don't worry you'll get over it or you know you gotta and i'm like get over it are you crazy but i guess that's life that's just the life i gotta adjust to now The thing that I loved about Sabine's experience today was her, her mom really validated where we are really responsible for our own choices. It is free will choices that we make. Sabine is in this very crazy moment right now. Like most of us, her mom passed and her boyfriend broke up with her. I love how her mom put it. He was not being faithful to you. Didn't mean, because right away people think, oh, she, wasn't being faithful to her in the fact that he wasn't being honest. And she now was beating herself up, not only for not being there for her mom, it all started out where she felt she should have been there more for her mom, could have done more. But here was her mom saying, I didn't even know I was sick. I didn't even know I was dying. How would you know that I was going to die? Not your responsibility. And the same thing here. He wasn't being faithful to her in his emotions, how he was feeling, what he was going through. She did what her gut, what her instinct was telling her to do. You know, to insist, like, tell me what it is. You're not happy. I know you're not happy. What is it? And here she was. She felt that she had nothing. And her mom giving her that push and saying, you have people here that love you and that will support you emotionally. There were so many moments in her reading, but her unborn child. Then her mom saying, from heaven, you have faith and hope. And, you know, I don't think people realize, I mean, you know, anyone listening to the, to, to the podcast and listening to her reading or listening to this, I want people to realize that when we listen to things like this, we think that this is so powerful, right? This is a million times more powerful to Sabine or to any other person receiving these messages from their departed loved ones. Well, guys, there you have it. If you'd like to give me the opportunity to share my gift with you, just go to my website at TeresaCaputo.com. If you want to keep hearing these shows, please subscribe wherever you listen and be sure to write a review at Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.